0: Meditators, today I'm going to talk about one of the most important factors when it comes to a trader's success, psychology. Improving this will help you make better financial decisions, be happier in your day-to-day life and ultimately become more profitable. I truly believe that psychology is essential for anyone looking to succeed so I'm excited to be able to share my top tips that I think will help you become better traders. To stay one with the crypto market sign up and get six free newsletters a week. You'll find a link in the description below. Finally a quick thanks to our partners Exodus for making this podcast possible there will be more on them later. Trading psychology is a key pillar to any trading system. It impacts our ability to make rational decisions when most needed and allows us to avoid poor decisions based on emotions. Just as a car is only as good as its driver, a trading system is only as good as the individuals executing the trades. Improving your psychology is therefore essential if you want to become a more profitable trader. Here are my top tips for improving your trading psychology. Reward the process and not the outcome we can't control what the market will do. However, we can control our actions. I remember there was a time where I would reward myself for hitting certain numbers when it came to net worth. First, my trading portfolio got to 50k. I was extremely excited. Then it hit 100k. Again, really good milestone and so on and so forth. You keep moving that target up. But what you're rewarding is making money. What if I opened a trade on 100X leverage and that got me to that 100K target very quickly? I mean, great if I got there in two days instead of one year. However, what if I were to repeat that behavior again and again? That would guarantee I go broke and accomplish none of my goals. So what you need to focus on is your behavior, not the outcome, especially in an uncertain long-term game? To leverage an alternate example, uh, I have before aped into an absolute shitcoin on Uniswap and managed to turn $10,000 into $100,000 in the span of one day. Now, yes, I knew this was a gamble, but if I took this as a trading decision, and uh, despite the money I made, Over the long term, if I did that a hundred times in a row, I would absolutely go broke. So even though I made money, the decision was incorrect and I should not be rewarding myself for it. So regardless of whether you win or lose a trade, focus on the process, not the trade itself. Detach yourself from the outcome by building habits around things you can control and you will establish behaviors that improve your trading over the long run. Tip two is to accept your failures and not to deem them as unlucky. When losses occur, there must be a clear acceptance of what has happened, even though it can be easy to blame the loss on something else. If we do not take the time to understand our mistakes, we are destined to repeat them. Every time you make a mistake while trading, uh, take the time to review your actions, understand why you made that mistake, and put in place measures to make sure you never make that mistake again. To leverage an example here, uh, I noticed again and again that anytime I was hungry, I would make really bad, stressful trading decisions. This was a period of time where I was continuously increasing the amount of money I was trading with, and I'd only recently moved to, say, six-figure position sizes. Um, I can't remember exactly what range it was, but for the sake of this example, that's what we'll use. Now, previously, I was used to trading much smaller sizes, so being down 2% on a trade uh, was not quite as painful or scary, and normally I'd be completely fine. But there were these times in the evenings where I'd been staring at the screen too long, and gotten a little bit too obsessed that I'd forget to eat. And when I'm hungry, I don't do too well. These drops in blood sugar make me more prone to stress, more prone to irrational, greedy decisions, or fearful mistakes. Uh, So, actionably, and this sounds so simple, I just put some food next to my desk. I got a whole range of protein bars, and I even did a tweet about it, like a whole chest full of them. And any time I was hungry, and I felt it, I'll just take one of those out, take a bite of one, and immediately I'd feel my emotions come back stabilize, and this is because I noticed the mistake happening, and I took an actionable step to make sure it doesn't happen again. This requires a lot of self-awareness, but if you keep a trading journal or diary and take notes, you can really notice these things, and the micro-improvements will change your trading game. Maybe not day one, Maybe not day two, but imagine you start eliminating one of these emotional traps every single day for the course of a year. By the end of it, your game will be completely different. Now, tip three is to live a healthy lifestyle. What do I mean by this? (laughs) Basically, sleep well, eat healthily, meditate... exercise. I can't stress enough how trading is a lifestyle. Uh, It doesn't matter how successful you are trading for one to two years. It's a terrible way to make a quick short-term buck. It's a great career and long-term income source, and you need to make it sustainable in order to do this. Meditation is like going to the gym but for your mind. And it's been clinically proven as well. You've seen increases in gray matter and neural activity from people who regularly meditate. If you don't know where to start, there's one resource I always recommend, and that is the Waking Up app. It's made by Sam Harrison. It's got a wealth of knowledge. It's free as well. So definitely recommend checking that out. The next one is sleep. Now, sleep is arguably the most important. Maybe you should have started with that. But uh, good sleep is the number one thing you can do to improve any endeavor in life. It'll regulate your emotions, make you feel better, make you more energetic, increase your willpower, uh, increase your strength, increase your intelligence. In absolutely every way, sleep will make you better. And the most important thing to do here is focus on consistency. Make sure you go to bed at the same time give or take one hour every single night. If you can, give or take 30 minutes, as close as you can get. Now, if you want to learn more about this, Why We Sleep is a fantastic book by Matthew Walker, I believe. Uh, So definitely recommend checking that out and starting to optimize your sleep. It's a life changer. When it comes to exercise, uh, just make sure you find something that you can consistently do. It really doesn't matter what it is. Uh, a lot of people advocate strength training or lifting weights. And while I absolutely adore that sort of training, it's not what you need. Like you, The only thing you really need is 10 to 20 minutes, um, three to four times a week where you're very active. It's a great starting point alongside regular walking. Uh, try to keep your body moving. Sitting is not good for us. Definitely not all the time. And uh, it releases all sorts of beneficial hormones, helps you focus, grounds you, it even humbles you as well if you're doing some challenging stuff. So, definitely focus on the exercise side of things. And finally, comes diet. Now, I've noticed a very strong correlation between what I'm eating, my digestive health, and my mood and ability to function and execute. Uh, with diet, again, it's a very controversial topic topic. People stick to diets like religions. Um, And I've been following this closely for the last 15 to 20 years. Uh, A lot of you don't know, but I'm absolutely fascinated by nutritional science and general self-improvement, nootropics, biohacking, all this sort of stuff. Uh, When it comes to nutritional science over the last 15 to 20 years, I've seen multiple fads come and go. I've seen the um, consensus among scientists change multiple times. But the only thing To never change, not once, is make sure you eat whole, unprocessed foods for the majority of your diet and make sure you don't eat too much. That's literally the only two pieces of information that have not changed once in the entirety of the time I've been around. Before I used to be able to say also (laughs) that you should probably eat a lot of more vegetables especially green cruciferous ones, but these days we've got carnivores that uh, will tell you that is toxic as well. So I'll stick to the first two. Last insight I wanna leave here because we have spent a lot of time on this point is uh, consistency is the key to success. Uh, slowly build up any one of these habits, take your time, be patient, and you will succeed in any of them. Tip four, this one is really important. Never consider unrealized profits as a part of your net worth. It's a huge mistake you can make, and this is how people become bag holders. Right now, the crypto market is pumping like crazy. Bitcoin recently flew up to 60K, and right now it's dumped down to about 48K. Now, I am just as happy to take profit at, say, 60K as I am at 48K, because when I hold Bitcoin, especially during these volatile times, I do not consider any profit that I haven't realized as a part of my net worth because when we're at 60K, say say your portfolio's um, worth 200K, you've got a whole bunch of shit coins, Ethereum, and you've done really well and your portfolio is worth 200K at the market top. Then the market crashes and your portfolio goes to 150K because we took a pretty steep 25% crash. Now, the trader who'd never realized this as part of his net worth could potentially identify a shift in market structure and immediately take some profit on his crypto because of that steep drop. The alternate trader who did consider this as a part of his net worth will be thinking, oh my God, I just lost 50k. Um, If I just wait and sell at 200k, then I will have made back my profit. And you can see the error in this thinking is to assume that the market cares how much money you had at one random point. So as an actionable insight here, keep the value of your open positions outside of any calculations you have made for your net worth. This ensures you are mentally not adding up or making promises to yourself. Our psychology tip five. Be realistic. Whilst in a bull market it's easy to think that success takes little to no effort and everyone is a professional trader that can make 10 to 50 percent a year easily. I can't tell you how many people I know from 2017. Um, A lot of them are popular accounts you see right now in the Twitter space who quit their jobs in 2017 uh, because it was a bull market and they were making decent money to become professional traders and then By the end of 2018, they were begging for their jobs back. This is not an easy game. And if you do the maths, if people could regularly repeat 5% profit a month on any sum of money, they would very quickly become richer than Warren Buffett simply because of the way compound percentage gains work. In these market conditions, people severely underestimate the amount of time and effort it takes to become a proper trader, the level of risk management you need to survive this game long term. No matter how much money you make, it can all get wiped out in one trade. I've had traders wipe out three years of hard work simply because they made one emotional mistake. Your upside is unlimited, your downside is limited. Stay realistic, stay humble, and stay true to yourself. I guarantee with patience you're much more likely to succeed than with arrogance now this is not to deter you from becoming a trader simply to prepare you for the amount of work it is going to take one of the biggest problems in the crypto industry right now is that there are far too many applications and none of them are very user-friendly for beginners that's why we've partnered with Exodus they're a desktop and mobile wallet that allow users to own their own private keys navigate a very easy interface where they can view their portfolio store multiple different cryptocurrencies as well as exchange and earn interest on those cryptocurrencies so if you're interested in checking them out head over to exodus.com that's e-x-o-d-u-s.com now tip six is to not trade overly large position sizes. The key word here is overly. And how do we know what is an overly large position size? Now, it's pretty easy to figure out. If you feel yourself getting emotional about the amount of money you're about to make or lose, decrease your position size. If you feel you're not emotional at all and you're completely cold and numb, either keep it the same or increase your position size. Now, this sounds like really obvious advice as most good advice does. But I've seen entire trading career shift from unprofitable to profitable simply because the other party reduced his position size and he was no longer making emotional mistakes and he became long-term profitable. Now for tip seven, we're going to circle back to a previous point, uh, but add a little more depth to it as well. You want to set up a framework for managing your own personal psychology. Now, the point I mentioned earlier was that hunger was a large trigger for me, but it wasn't the only one. Hunger was the first one that I wrote down, and I found a means of solving this. The next one was sleep. I discovered that without good quality sleep, my trading suffers severely. So if I don't get sufficient sleep, I will not trade that day. Simple as that. I have a checklist which I go through. Are you hungry? No? Cool. Then don't trade now i have a checklist i go through it says are you hungry if i am hungry i can't trade if i'm not hungry i can go ahead am i sleepy again another thing to monitor have i had any fights recently now this doesn't need to be a literal checklist and eventually you will learn to automatically go through these in your head but the point i'm trying to make is identify your key triggers have them written down and have a literal checklist like a pilot that you go through every single time you want to learn to trade. And what I love about this is I've actually had a pilot as a client who I have helped through his trading journey and uh, one of the things he was absolutely fantastic at was setting up a very solid checklist before every single trade. This is because it's standard procedure for them to go through these and make sure they stick to the routine every single time. This routine breeds for consistency and that consistency breeds long-term success. Tip 8. Avoid overtrading. Trading too much can have a serious impact on our emotions. When you think you need to trade every single day, it can result in mistakes. It can result in deviations from your system. And it can result in a tunnel vision that removes your self-awareness when you're partaking in the activity. This is why I'm actually a pretty big advocate for people starting out with part-time trading. Especially if you don't have large cash reserves. Keep your job. Let that income keep coming in and don't be reliant at all on your trading. Because when you don't rely on your trading to make money, you're far less likely to overtrade. Wait for opportunities and the right market conditions to come to you. There have been times where I have taken three to four weeks off of trading, entirely off of day trading systems simply because I did not like the market conditions and I found higher ROI elsewhere. You don't only have to trade. Part-time trading is an edge. I cannot stress this enough. Now the final tip number nine is to always have a plan before you enter your trade. This means you need to know when you're exiting your position, whether it be for a loss or for a profit. When you are in the trenches, when you are in the battlefield, figuring out whether or not to take profit, if you've just made a bunch of money, You're going to have greed to deal with in determining when exactly you want to take profit. If you've lost a bunch of money, you're going to have fear determining whether or not you want to take the loss at a set level. By determining our plans before we even enter the trade, we are at the point at which we have the least emotional attachment. It is the best time to make a clear plan. And this plan can account for changing market conditions, but it should be made beforehand. I cannot stress how important managing your psychology is in the journey to become a profitable trader. I really enjoyed recording this episode. Trading psychology is rarely spoken about, yet it is the most important variable in your long-term success as a trader. Another area that took my trading to the next level was keeping up to date with market news. And that is exactly why I hired a team of researchers. You can access all their work in the form of six free newsletters a week. Uh, To access this, all you have to do is sign up at kurushake.substack.com. If you want to learn more about using psychology to improve your trading, check out my episode with Trading Psychology Coach Jimmy.